Hello everyone, it's Jules from Consensus with another Brief Explainer podcast. As always, our Brief Explainers take an element of debating or speaking and explain it simply with tips and takeaways for you and your students. If you'd like something a bit longer, try our Brief Explainer videos. And as usual, please feel free to email us if you'd like an answer to a debating or public speaking question. Today our topic is establishing context in debating. For new debaters, context is one of those words that can cause rather blank looks. Really though, context is simply a way of relating your topic to the real world. It frames the issue in the debate in relation to real events, places and people and explain why those things are important. So it's a useful tool for setting up why the topic matters overall, but also specifically from the perspective of your side of the debate. Here are the main points we'll be looking at. How context sets the scene for the debate, or in other words, provides a conceptual framework for your thinking. How there have been a number of different ways to establish the context for any topic, and how context is important for the overall case and also for setting up your arguments too. So, to the main points in detail. Context is the situation or circumstances around the topic for the debate. Every topic issue is framed by real-world factors. So it's important for a team to identify those factors because it sets up an understanding of the situation involved in the debate and from there to the values you are defending. There are various ways that have been used to establish context. The most basic is through a team line which tries to capture the essence of the topic in a single sentence. This, though, is a very limited value especially if it is used repeatedly and therefore wastes a speaker's time that might have been used to establish new material. Another method is to name a problem in the world that your policy will fix. This can be useful, but always framing the issue as a problem risks you exaggerating the situation and therefore makes your case harder to prove reasonably. For instance, for the topic that parents should have their year six children babysit their younger siblings, it does sound pretty nutty if you claim that there's a massive problem in the world, parents aren't getting a break from caring for their children, or there's a massive problem in the world, kids aren't learning to be responsible for looking after their siblings. The truth is, both teams are going to agree that responsible kids and relaxed parents are good things to have. So setting up what both teams can agree about before moving on to establish the context for which policy is going to get there better is much more important. So part of creating a context involves setting up a reasonable basis that both teams will agree on. Let's look at another example to help make this clear. For the debate that Australia should ban tobacco products, the real-world factors that frame the context include the health issues of tobacco use for smokers and passive smokers, and what is already being done about that, including plain packaging for these products. Both teams need to consider these factors in coming up with their context. A context for the affirmative team might be something like this. Both teams in this debate want to end the use of tobacco products in our country because of the very serious damage they do to the health of smokers and those people around them. The question is how best to do this. Because these products are so addictive, 
we will argue that we need to take the final step to remove this problem and bring about a ban. A context for the negative team might be something like this. We agree that we need to remove tobacco products from Australia, but due to the success of changes like education programs and plain packaging, tobacco use is already reducing. A ban would risk addicted users turning to more dangerous products. Context is also valuable for setting up each of your arguments. This simply means that every argument will have a societal situation that can help you frame it. Let's say the argument for affirmative you're making is about the effect of tobacco products on passive smokers. The context for this argument includes the fact that smoking was socially normalized for so long, people still smoke around their children and because they are addicted, it's very hard for them to stop. Then you'd go on to prove that a ban is the only way to break that habit. So everyone, now for a couple of common mistakes in context making. Many teams say good morning and then restate the debate topic before they start their case. And while this may be polite, it's just far better to get on with using the time to set up a strong context for the debate instead. And remember, it's important to try to avoid exaggerating the problem in the debate as your context, simply because that will become hard to prove. To wrap things up, some reminders. Using a context to set the scene for the debate helps you establish how real the issue is for your case. A context that is reasonable is much better than one that exaggerates the debate issue. And context is useful for setting up your arguments as well as your case. That's it for today, everyone. Email us if you'd like a question answered, info at consensuseducation.com. Bye for now and keep safe, everyone.